risk takers, innovators, business owners, and they're a couple. Welcome to A Couple of Entrepreneurs, a series about couples who start a business together without ending their relationship. Hear their unique stories, get tips, advice, and the secret to their success. Would you work with your spouse? Hosted by Mickey and Tony, a couple of entrepreneurs. Co-founders of Branding Shorts. They left corporate to pursue an idea that gives women the power to influence business. Meet Aliza Freud and Josh McKay of SheSpeaks.com. Welcome to the show. So welcome to a couple of entrepreneurs. And by the way, I, I love the name of your podcast. I have to say, I saw the name and I thought that is so brilliant because you remember it and it's totally exactly what the show's about, right? So, so kudos to that. Um, okay, so I'm Aliza Freud and- uh, Josh McKay. And uh, we together uh, with the team, uh, run a company called She Speaks, which I launched back in 2008. But in 2007, I launched as a beta. The original idea for the business was that it would be a market research company focused on women. I came from a big brand, as you know, it came from American Express, did a lot of market research in my day. I thought, oh gosh, this there's got to be a better way to get really really honest and genuine, authentic opinions from from women. Um, the women's market was one that I was always very interested in. And I understood the digital, which was just starting to grow again back. This is back in 2007. I knew that it would help make research a lot easier. So when She Speaks launched, um, it was a really just a quantitative and qualitative market research tool for companies that were interested in getting into a better understanding of the hearts and minds of women. So that's kind of where we started. But what we figured out very quickly was that a lot of the women who were signing up to be on our research panel were what you now call influencers. But back then they were called, you know, socially social media savvy or mom bloggers. We had a lot of what you call mom bloggers now. So we realized that there wasn't just an opportunity to get insights from this community, but also maybe to also to do marketing. So we evolved pretty quickly and what to what we are today, which is um, a company that is in the influencer marketing space. And we have a quarter of a million creators and influencers we get to work with um, who are part of She Speaks. And um, our job is to find companies that are interested in partnering with these amazing women to promote their products and services through the, the communities that these women have built. And we quarterback that process to um, ensure that we're getting great content and uh, we then amplify and distribute that content. That's great. Awesome. That's great. I guess just to maybe to back up a little bit too, it was great the, the way you overviewed it. Is like, did you start this right after you left the big company, American Express? Or I, I was on a business trip. I was um, my last role at Amex was a global role, and I was in Japan, jet lagged, had a you know relatively small ch newborn at home, um, and I was thinking, you know, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. What's that idea? And I was like up in the middle of the night in Japan and came up with the idea. And and, and I have to say, it was like 
a lot of years of thinking about it, but just couldn't figure out what was the thing that I was going to be willing to leave. I loved working there. I was there for 10 years. I had a great experience. Um, Josh and I met there. So uh, the company had been great to me. It was just a matter of me kind of wanting to be an entrepreneur. And as much as we like to say, it, you know, we said at American Express that it's great to have an entrepreneurial spirit there. You're not technically an entrepreneur. You're working for a big company. So if I wanted to get that experience, I kind of had to go off and do it. So, so Josh, now, how did you enter into the picture? You know, you guys work together um, on this business. Um, mm-hmm. How did that work? How did you how did you guys team up? Yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, this our working together now is actually our second swing at this. Um, so initially, you know, Lisa founded the business, as she said, through the idea in 2007, got it launched in 2008 into the market. Um, I joined the first time in 2009. I was at Citibank. Um, and as the company started to, you know, get some progress and grow, um, we decided that it needs somebody with my background, um, which is largely in finance and technology, um, which is very complementary to Elisa's skills, which, you know, her background was most exclusively in marketing in American Express. Um, so we worked together the first time for about three years um, and it didn't go that well. Um, you know, I think we at that point didn't really know how to work together, um, didn't know how to have a thing that was a business and a thing that was a family and a thing that was a marriage and how to balance all of those. You know, um, we were both very new entrepreneurs at that point. You know, Lisa had obviously been doing it for a year or so. I came into it having only worked at big companies, not understanding what things like cash flow are, and, you know, having to convince someone to join a three person company and make that leap rather than saying, hey, come work at American Express or Citibank. Um, and, you know, our family was still relatively young. You know, we had, um, you know, toddlers. Um, so I think, you know, the first time we just dove in really not thinking about it all that much and what it would take. We just sort of say, hey, we love each other. It'll work. It'll be great. Um, and it didn't. And I ended up leaving, I think, what, about 2011, 2012? Um, went back and worked in some other big companies for a while. But then, you know, we decided to take another swing at it only about three years ago, a little bit more. And, you know, I think we we knew a lot more about each other. You know, our family was in a very different place. Our children were older. Um, and, you know, Elisa had a lot more experience as an entrepreneur and been doing it for over 10 years at that point. So I think we had a much better foundation the second time and have a better foundation now and are much, much better about understanding what it takes to keep all the various parts of our lives successful. Uh, I love this because this is great. As other people who are a couple think about starting mm-hmm. a business, you guys can talk about like what you did the first time versus what you changed the second time. So, yeah. um, so if you can maybe dive into it a little bit about like what you learned, right? The first time. And then when, when you guys teamed up the second time, like what, what did you keep doing or what did you change? You know, you know, that, that kind of thing. It was harder for us doing it the first time. And, you know, we literally shared almost a desk in an office and we're looking at each other, you know, from nine to five every day because the company was smaller. There was, I'd say more crossover in the roles is, you know, we had to kind of work on everything. So we weren't able to create a separation of sort of say, this is, you know, your, your universe, this is your universe. And there's obviously going to be crossover on things we work on together, but that was all just not very well defined. So every issue became our issue. Um, I would say the issues 
you know, there was really no delineation between our home and marriage life and the business life because it was just everything was a big issue and a, you know, a small company to solve all the time. And um, we're now, I think we, having worked through a lot of, you know, things that happen in a company, we now have the confidence that we can do that. Um, we have the tools to talk about it, to make decisions, to understand what our priorities are. So, you know, I think some of it is frankly just experience, but I think also, you know, we didn't really understand going in that, you know, even though we married and we live with each other, we need to have separate jobs. And the company really requires us to have separate jobs. And we didn't know that. We just kind of jumped into a person and said, hey, we'll figure this out. Um, and it was a lot harder than we thought it would be. We're smiling and nodding here because we can yeah. totally identify. We, tell, we, we started in 2008 and we totally identify with this, yeah. this path, yes. <laughs> yeah, and I think another part, and Josh, um, I think, hit on all of the right play, uh, points about what was, you know, what was different the first go around versus the second. I think the other thing was when you're running a business and it's an entrepreneurial venture, you're all in and you need to be in a place too where you can be all in. And as Josh was saying, like our kids were much younger. It like it it's about share of mind, right? Like you have a certain amount of space in your head for things that that you have to yes. think about every day. And you have to be in a place where you are willing and able to put the time in and the energy into to this in 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 the way that it needs to 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 really grow it. When Josh left, it felt like I could actually breathe because it wasn't all in, in a way that felt precarious. In the early days, we were not as uh, thoughtful about, okay, what are we willing to go all in on? Cause you can go all in, in terms of your time. You can go in and all in, in terms of your energy, your money. Like you, you have to decide you have to be thoughtful about what am I willing to go all in on. For us, we we felt like, okay, we are not ready to go all in on this financially. And so Josh took a step away. The business grew. We have an amazing team that has been the, like the group that gets it all done. And you build that over time. So I think when you're all in on too many fronts um, that that are not sustainable, uh, you really need to to kind of take a step back and decide, okay, what is going to make this work? Right, because it could be paralyzing when there's too many things. You get nothing done. Yeah, it's about prioritization, right? right. It's like, what do you prioritize? Right. What don't you prioritize? Uh, yep. No, it's so well said. Both of you guys so well said. And it would be great advice for other people that are thinking, of, whether it's a couple or not a couple, just partners trying to work together in, in a business, right? So as a, a couple... It's hard sometimes to get feedback, right? Because you're also married or a couple mm -hmm. when you want to see something happen that's not happening, right? And then on the other end of it, when you don't agree, for example, to make decisions. And then on the other part of it is like, do you guys feel because you are a couple, you can push each other more? Like you guys can grow more in the business because you know each other so well. You know, I think something that's really helped us over time and, you know, the second time around being better at this is kind of a new, more nuanced understanding of what each other's skills are and what each other is, you know, what gets them excited about their job. I think that really helps us, you know, to your question about decision-making, you know, we will go into something and really appreciate each other's perspective. And, you know, you can sometimes, you know, something will come up and you'll say, oh, we should do this or we should do that. And, you know, you learn sort of not to, 
you know, let your first gut reaction sort of be the thing that rule the day, but say, hey, you know, this person is accomplished and has accomplished a lot and has skills that I don't, so I should listen. You know, a lot of the pressures that were on us early on, um, the first time we did it was because we were new entrepreneurs and, you know, we did some dumb things. That increased sort of the pressure on us, um, but we got through that and getting through it and, you know, knowing that this business has been around for over a decade. Um, and, you know, through that, there's been a lot of decisions that have been made, some of them together, some of them independently. You know, frankly, the having made bad decisions and worked through them, I think more than anything else, probably gives us a good foundation for, you know, um, thinking through anything that does come up now. It, it sounds like trust as well, right? You, you guys yeah. know where you're, who's strong, stronger in what area, and you trust each other, knowing that to, to, to make decisions and move forward. Do you feel, you grow more or you you can push each other more than you could a colleague in a corporation and and, and grow more in business and you know obviously being married you have a much better understanding of the other person than you do with any of your colleagues at work you have the ability to take risks now and because i think you're right trust is probably the most important factor in the relationship even if we one of us makes a mistake now we say okay you know you went in that with the right intentions and i understand why you made the decision you made it didn't work out and not all of them do right you know even now you know, someone gave me some great advice where I worked for at American Express. He said, you should always be making decisions. If you get most of them right, you're going to do just fine in life. And I think that's really good advice. And, you know, I think we've learned now to to make decisions together um, and then kind of trust the outcomes. And, you know, sometimes we'll give them a lot of thought because they need it. Sometimes it'll be, hey, we'll have a 30 second conversation about something. But I think also we understand the right attention to give to issues now and really where we need to focus our energies to help, you know, continue to grow it. You know, trust is is everything, you know, learning about the right energy and investment to give to the issue of the day also helps a lot. So you're more comfortable getting out of your quote unquote comfort zone yeah. than you might be in a corporate setting yeah i think that's fair yeah and, and i think the other thing that we um think a lot about and i certainly have talked a lot with with josh about this just my own perspective is that i've really shifted how i think about failure um i think if you're the kind of person who um you know grew up wanting to be like a good student you know we we learn that don't fail like it's it's bad to fail but in reality, and, and quite frankly, you know, corporate America, I think, has a lower tolerance for failure, um, which is why I think you have a lot of people who spend a lot of time thinking about how do I spin this so it's not a failure, but there was this great learning. But I think when you're an entrepreneur running a business, that kind of stuff just falls away. The like sort of facade part of business, I think, like you really get very, very quickly focused on what is really important to move things forward, not as much sort of the trappings that I think sometimes ha can happen at big companies. So because Josh and I came from big companies, I think in the beginning we got stuck in that a little bit. But then as like, because you know I, I kind of continued on with it, learned really from a lot of trial and error that failure is not fatal that you you just start to go oh these are the things that are really important this other stuff not that important and i'm gonna fail six times this week but i'm gonna succeed 10 times right it's like and as josh said before it's like you know as long as you're making on average more 
you know, good decisions than the ones that don't turn out to be the best decisions, you're kind of moving ahead. I just love that phrase, failure is not fatal. I mean, I, say, I yeah, love that. I yep. see that as a little yep. line there. Yeah, that's great. So you guys have children. So mm-hmm. how do you separate your business life and your personal life when you're, you know, in business together? Yeah, I think it's it's been a little bit probably organic. I'd say it's not something we've done a lot of intentionality, but early on there was really there wasn't a lot of boundary between the work day and the family day. And it was really hard. And I think part of it because it was new to each of us, you know, we hadn't done this before. Um, now I feel like the two worlds don't very often, you know, leak together. You know, when it gets to be towards dinner time, it's sort of that's it. And we becomes family time. I'm not sure that's a conscious decision that we made, but I think that's the way that it's worked out is, you know, we have the time during the day um, where we're working and we're, you know, walking between each other's offices and sitting and talking. We're on meetings together. Um, and then at the end of the day, it pretty much stops. You know, obviously we occasionally do some stuff at night or have a conversation because it comes up. But um, I think part of the success of this time around has been having that delineation between there's a thing that we do together that is called She Speaks, but there's a, this other thing called our family and our marriage that is more important. Um, and, you know, you need to make sure we give each the attention that they need. But um, the two of them don't necessarily overlap as much as they used to. Yeah. And that's that's a credit more to Josh than me, quite frankly. Um, Josh is naturally or innately better at that than I am. Um, and I learned that's something I had to learn over time. There's like a Yiddish word you can grizzer, like which is like spend a lot of time marinating in in like the concern and and like worrying and all of that. Um, but I've learned that that doesn't necessarily make me more productive in resolving it. And if anything, it's more the exact opposite that you need to get away from something like a problem that you're grappling with for a period of time sometimes to actually come back and solve it better. I think it took me time to figure that out. I think I thought, well, if I keep focusing on it, I'll figure it out. That was not the case for me. But once you get that conceptually, you realize, oh, this relates to so many other things. Like if at the end of the day, I'm going to be better off if I turn it off for a while, Mm -hmm. because I'm going to when I come back to it, I'm going to be more productive. And I think because the company and she speaks is such a it's like a baby to me. It's like a very much a part of who I am. I couldn't walk away from it thinking I'm doing um, this is for my own good. I had to feel like, okay, I can really see how this is not just good for me, but ultimately it's good for the company. Talk to us a little about the business and how you grew the business and what you guys are most proud of. As people who came from corporate America, um, we thought, oh, you know, I ran a PL for the portfolios I ran. I know how to make money. If you are not, if you are starting a new business, the important thing to think about is where's my path to making money? Because you have to have a viable business. It can't just be, I have got this really cool, sexy idea and someone's going to put a ton of VC into my company and I'm going to, you know, get a ton of venture capital and then I'm going to sell this like that, like the digital space could be like the, the space we were in could be that space, considered that space. And I think it was really important 
uh, to learn very quickly that we had to have a business model that worked, that A, you know you can make money, and B, that you can scale. We have a good idea, but there are lots of good ideas. So how do you put it, create a business around it that actually makes money? And then, you know, how do you grow that? So I think to answer your question about the business, you know, it's evolved in terms of um, exactly what we sell, but at the end of the day, it's still the same premise, which is we're in the women's space mostly. We are about helping companies really, you know, interact and win with women, um, but doing that in a very authentic way. So that was always the principle behind it. That's why it was called She Speaks. It's from the perspective of the woman who's, you know, done all the work to build this audience and knows how to create great content, which are influencers and our creators. So that's the heart of what we do. Um, and then I think it was a matter of figuring out, okay, how do we make that into a business model that works? And then how do we scale it? And now we're at a point when Josh joined, just since he's joined the second go around, we've really accelerated. And I think it was, good timing for us because I kind of gotten to the business to a certain point and having his thinking and his strategic thinking and think and and a fresh perspective the having that fresh perspective I think was really useful we have been able to create together with our team a business that is has a good foundation. It's accelerated a lot in the last few years. And we're now at a point where we're thinking, okay, now how do we really accelerate that even beyond what I thought we could do? And nothing happens overnight. It's, it's, it's a lot of this is about, do you have the heart to stick with it? It's really interesting. The stick-to-itiveness is so important. I mean, earlier in my career, I had heard a phrase, and I don't know who said it, but it's it really is relevant. It's like, get in line and stay in line. So I feel like that is what it takes to be not only an entrepreneur, but a couple of entrepreneurs to get over the, the daily humps of making it work. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so much about, you know, to Lisa's point where the business is today and growing is because of what we learned and what we did wrong early on. And, you know, we overinvested in some things. We probably hired some people that we were ready to hire. And, you know, that was hard. That was tough. Um, but, you know, we are so much more confident now, I think, in the decisions that we make. And I think that just benefits the business and it gives us the tools um, to be able to say, okay, um, here's what I think our next hire should be. What have we done in the past? You know, what type of person, what part of the team, how senior, how junior, where should they be located? You know, just gives us the information to be able to have that conversation in a really, really different way than we were able to five or 10 years ago. We all experience lots of things through the course of running businesses. And um, maybe it's not the same exact thing, you're, you know, today that what you're dealing with, but it maybe seems somewhat similar to something that you experienced in the past and how did you work through that? Even if it's not the same exact scenario, I, I think we've found that to be really useful. And it sounds like what you guys are doing is like you're learning, you're constantly learning from what you do in the business and then trying to figure out how to apply it or when to apply it, which is an awesome lesson, right? For other people with the business is where they, they don't necessarily think that way, right? It's like, you guys are not, well, maybe this didn't work out, but hey, I got this out of it and I can use it this way. Or maybe it did work out 
and I can use it a different way. The thing I think that that Josh was reminding me of is look at all of the things we've been through and you we're, as human beings we're more resilient than we think. I have found as an entrepreneur it's very comforting when I feel there's a familiarity with something that I'm dealing with that is a hard problem. Yeah, so this this is great. Like if you were to give some aspiring couples uh, who are thinking about working together some tips, what would be your three top tips? Just be intentional about maintaining the different spheres of your life. Um, and don't just trust that it's going to happen naturally because it's really hard. And, you know, the process is hard, especially at the beginning of the new company. Um, especially if you haven't done it before, especially if you're coming from a bigger company, just know that it's going to be difficult. So if you are not creating a space for your marriage, your family, um, that is separate from the business, I think you're really going to struggle. I, I mean, I, I agree. I think um, the other thing I would say is um, don't be afraid to make a tough decision that right now we need to like not work together. Um, and then, you know, for this, because the, you know, I think the other thing for, for Josh and I is that we always knew that our marriage, you know, our family and our marriage was the most important thing. Like it was that first above everything else. So we weren't willing to sacrifice that for the business as much as the business was like, was like another baby to me. Um, it was not a baby. It was, it's, and that's, I think it's really important to remember that we were willing to walk away from working together in order to prioritize the marriage and the family. And, um, and then when it, we were able to, we, we came back together to work together and it's turned out to be much better um, second go around. <laughs> No, this is great. It's great. This is great. I mean, a lot of great advice. Um, are there any colorful or interesting stories that you guys want to share? You know, it's been a lot of it's been a lot of really fun stuff. You know, we've you know, Lisa's. We were both on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange, and she rang the bell one day, chasing down FedEx envelopes that had a check in it that we really, really needed, um, and trying to find it. You know, I'd say the along the way, you know, the high points and some of the low points. It's you know, it's we joke about you know the low points today um and say oh my god can you believe that we went through that but you know we did it and you know we have some probably some some light scars but they're fading and uh we learned a lot from them so i think probably more than anything is just enjoying the journey and you know looking back and saying okay we did that together we got through this together um and part of that i think is to the resilience of our relationship that we're able to do it and we're still doing this now many years later and the company's, you know, doing is, you know, much better than it ever has. So I think it's, you know, just enjoying the journey too and realizing, you know, marriage is a journey and family is a journey and the business is a journey. They all have different qualities and characteristics, but, you know, I think the joy of this is that we get to do all those different things together um, and have really learned how to do it. No, I mean, he said, he always says it so concisely. It's one of the things, like, I tend <laughs> to be like, you know, 12 words to say something that Josh doesn't do. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't say anything. No. Yeah, it's the opposite. <laughs> oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. See, that's so funny. That's that's why you kind of need kind of need both both perspectives. I think that's the other thing is that you do realize um, things 
about yourselves that in the business that actually can be really useful in the marriage. Um, it's not just, I, I like, I encourage people to think of it, not just, well, you know, what does the marriage bring to the business, but it's what does the business bring to the marriage? And I think there's, there's a lot of value there. That's interesting. That's great. That's one thing, you know, we've talked to a lot of couples, but that we haven't heard before. I mean, you're both very to the point. So, uh, even though, you know, you say Josh is more, but you guys are both really good at crystallizing points that I think are relatable. You know, the purpose of why we put this together is therapy for us because we're a married couple. It, <laughs> so, it is therapy. Listen, other <laughs> married couples and what they go through. But it's, it's the, wow, what are these cool nuggets that people can share? Totally get that analogy to therapy because the podcast being an analogy because I say that all the time from the podcast that I do because I'm talking to these women at, where I, typically talking to women, I feel that way. I feel like there is something that you get out of a conversation where you're there to learn that mm -hmm. you don't have that all the time in most parts of your life, right? I mean, you're, you're genuinely coming to the table with curiosity. You are trying to also serve like, okay, we're going to give this value to other people. What we're learning in this, we're going to give that there's, there's something so Kind of, I mean, beautiful. I don't know if that's the, like, it sounds like a hokey word, but there is really something beautiful about those two things kind of coming together, coming to something with like pure curiosity and then also having this element of serving because you want to share that with other people. How long have you guys been married? 21 20, years. 21 years. 21 years. Oh, same here. All right. Oh, well, yeah. there you go. 21 years, there's a magic in hitting in hitting those numbers. That's another thing too, I think, um, that you realize, and maybe this comes with age, I was just thinking about this, like how much of this is like, could I have known this 15 years ago? And how much of it is just like with age, you kind of learn things. That's why I always think to my, okay, well, how would I talk to my teenager about this? Like, how would I give this still some piece of advice based on, knowing that in life and I think it's what Josh said before it's the journey like focus don't focus so much on the outcomes focus on the journey because that's where the stuff happens that's where like the learning happens like the uh, you know the the joy comes in the moment yeah my mother used to say live and learn mm -hmm. yes there well mm -hmm. there's a more concise way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> you this guys is, this is great are We're, awesome we will we want to thank you guys thank um, you so much for being on the show we really appreciate yeah. all your wisdom and insight and your experience this is so amazing so thank you for having us for, for do for having us and for doing this i think it's wonderful that you that this is a this is something you guys have undertaken Thanks for listening. For more info about our guests and their business, visit SheSpeaks.com. For more episodes, visit BrandingShorts.com forward slash podcasts. Thanks for listening.